0: Welcome to The How of Business with Henry Lopez and David Begin, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here are your hosts. Welcome to this episode of The How of Business. This is Henry Lopez, and this is a shorter special topic episode on the topic of franchising. Franchising is a popular choice for first-time business owners in particular, and there are so many misconceptions and misunderstandings about franchising that I thought it would be valuable to revisit this topic. I'm going to start with some new content or thoughts that I have on franchising, and then this episode will continue with a replay of an episode I created back in middle of 2016, so quite a while back, episode 16, on this concept of what I call the three critical franchising benefits. If you want to receive more information about the Howa business, including links to the show note pages, just text the word biz, B-I-Z to 31996. So let's get started with some of the common misconceptions that I often hear or encounter when I work with my clients. Uh, And the number one is certainly that there's this misconception that you can't fail if you have a franchise, that a franchise assures you success. And of course, that's simply not true. While of course, if we pick the right franchise, and, and they're doing their job and they're providing us with the systems and the knowledge and the training and the support that we need to be successful, then our probability for success is a lot higher. That's why we go the franchising route. But uh, everything is a unique situation. Every location is different. Something that might work for one franchisee in one location may not work in another. And so you have to be very aware and go into it with eyes wide open that you still have a very high probability of failure uh, depending on various factors. So there's no guarantee that just because it's a franchise you can't fail. Another misconception is that I will get all of the leads that you'll get all of the leads or customers you need from the franchisor. I see this as a big misconception often that the the website that the franchisor has, the corporate website will generate leads or they have some other type of lead generation program where they're going to put you know, people in my restaurant just because of the brand. And while all of those things certainly help and might be part of it, you're still going to have to do the work to get people into your business or to generate the leads you're going to need to make the business a success. So don't think that it's all going to come from the franchisor. There are very few exceptions of any where that might be the case with a franchise. Another misconception is that I can borrow money to start this business even if my personal credit is no good. That's, again, going to be highly unlikely. While there are, of course, programs out there, options out there for those who may not have great credit right now, the, the franchise helps some, but it's still going to be dependent on your personal credit worthiness. I don't know of many, in fact, there are maybe very, very few, if any, franchises that offer lending themselves. They'll have lending partners or banks that they work with to provide you with lending, but the franchisor themselves do not offer lending typically. And then then lastly is this idea that um, you don't need help Since you're going to go through with the franchise, they'll hold my hand through the whole process. Well, what I would still suggest strongly is that you have a franchise broker help you with this process. And then also in addition to, or if not a franchise broker, then at least a business coach like myself, but ideally both. A good franchise broker will will do the work of helping you upfront identify what types of franchises are a good fit for you And then they have access to all of these different franchisors. Their their fee is paid by the franchisor. So it doesn't cost you anything additional to use a franchise broker. So get the help that you need. Get the help from a mentor, a coach like myself, a franchise broker, before you start talking to potential franchisors. That's a, a key point. So let's talk about the franchise fee that you might be paying because this is another one that often when I meet my, my clients on the topic of franchises after they have already signed with a franchise, I am appalled sometimes at the type of franchise fees that some franchises charge. You, you'll see anything uh, in my experience from 5000 to 50000 or more in the upfront franchise fee. And that's an amount that you pay upfront to that franchisor for the privilege of becoming one of their franchise fee, franchisees. rather. And then on an ongoing basis, and for the term of your agreement with them, which can be as much as 10 years or so, you're also going to pay an ongoing royalty and maybe a marketing fee as well. But that upfront fee I've seen such disproportionate amounts, and what I mean by that, I often get asked, well, what's, what's a good franchise fee? What's fair? Well, it depends, right? It depends on the potential that that business has to generate profits that'll allow you to get that money back over X number of years. This all relates to me as to how well you do your homework up front before you sign with any franchisee or before you start any business, your financial projections need to be solid and you need to get the input of a business coach or a mentor to make sure that you're projecting some kind of realistic view as to when you're going to recoup that startup investment that includes the franchise fee. So let's say you had a $50,000 franchise fee. If if this is the type of business that's a side hustle type business that, that really at its best might generate, you know, $20,000, $30,000 a year, then that tells you it's going to take you a couple of years just to recoup your initial, initial franchise fee, right? So just be realistic about that. My rule of thumb, as you've heard me mention before, is everything that I invest capital wise, in other words, cash out of my pocket, that includes all of the startup expenses and the franchise fee, I want to make that back in profits that I'm going to take home anywhere between three to five years. And that's just a rule of thumb. All right. So the three critical franchise benefits that I'm going to go into more detail here in this replay of a previous episode, those three things I believe are the brand, the leverage, and the systems. And I'm going to get into them in detail, as I said, here in a moment but i want to talk about on the topic of leverage one point in particular that has really come to mind and come into focus as i've been helping clients with the franchising process with selecting a franchise and that is making sure that you evaluate the strength of the network of existing franchisees that this franchisor has so Are they other owners that are willing to share of their knowledge that want to help other franchisees become successful as well? You'll certainly get a lot more of this sharing of knowledge if it's a franchise that has some type of protected territory, because then those other franchisees don't feel as threatened, right? That you're going to potentially take their keys to success and use it against them. And so often, when you talk to other franchisees, you'll talk to ones that are in a completely different state, let's say, than where you're going to be opening or starting your location. So look for that strength of the franchisee network in your evaluation of a franchise. How do you do that? Well, any good franchise, if they're somewhat established and already have existing franchisees, will let you, as part of your due diligence process, will let you speak directly. They'll give you names and numbers to speak directly with existing franchisees. If they do not provide that or tell you that that's not possible, then that should be a red flag. Of course, with the exception being, if it's a very new franchise and they simply don't have that many or you might be the first franchisee, of course, proceed with caution there. So you need to chat with on the phone or if in person, if possible, I would recommend at least five existing franchisees. And ideally, these are franchisees who have been at it for over a year, hopefully more than that, depending on how long the franchise has been around. To me, that is one of the key components of success is how strong is that network of other owners? What's the culture of that that's either been fostered or developed? of that sharing of knowledge, because you're going to need it. You're going to depend on that, especially early on, so that you're learning from others. That's one of the reasons you go the franchise route is so that you don't have to reinvent things. And one of the key ways you're going to get that knowledge is from other franchisees that are actually out there doing it uh, successfully or what mistakes they've made that you can avoid. Uh, if you need to evaluate or you need help rather evaluating your franchise or you're considering going the franchising route, then I invite you to schedule a free coaching consultation with me. There's no obligation beyond the free initial coaching consultation. We'll chat about some of your key issues, some of your key questions, and then we can determine if it makes sense for us to continue in a coaching relationship. But if you want more information to schedule that free coaching call, just text the word bizcoach, that's B-I-Z-C-O-A-C-H, bizcoach to 31996. And I'll send you some information on how to easily schedule a free consultation. Now here follows a replay of the episode that I recorded back in 2016 on the topic of the three critical franchise benefits that you need to consider if you're looking at franchising. So let's get right to it. I think there are three critical things at the highest level that you have to evaluate and consider when you're looking at a franchise. And they are the brand, the leverage, and the systems. The brand, let's start with that, is is pretty obvious. One of the reasons you're buying into a franchise typically is that you're buying into a brand that they've already established in the market. That's not always the case. I've worked with Many clients where they're looking at franchises that are young, that are small, maybe have started in other parts of the country and may not have a presence locally where you might be looking at starting one. Now, that doesn't mean that that's not a good franchise. It's just something to consider. So the questions there are, how will that brand be developed? How are you contributing to it money-wise? What is the plan and the budget for developing that brand? Because that certainly should be, if not now, then eventually a benefit of the franchise. If there is an existing value to that brand, in other words, that name of that business is recognized in your market, then of course, you've got to look at the obvious things like what is the value of that brand? What is the reputation of that brand? Ideally, it's positive. If not, then you probably should not be considering them. And what are they doing to continue to foster that brand and develop that brand? Of course, when you join a franchise, you are part of everybody else's influence and input into that brand. If other operators, particularly in your area, are not delivering great service, for example, well, that's gonna represent on you whether you like it or not because you are part of that brand. So you need to evaluate the brand, the value of that brand, because that's part of what you're paying for in joining a franchise. Of course, you're paying a franchise fee up front that might be rather sizable. And then you're paying on an ongoing basis, a monthly royalty and some kind of marketing fee as well. So you must evaluate that carefully and make an honest assessment as to the value of that brand. Second is the leverage that the franchise system brings you. And what I mean by that is a good system and a good franchise, of course it depends on the type of product or service that you're offering, but ideally it should provide you some economies of scale i give you an example. In the early 90s, I owned several units of a local pizza franchise here in the Dallas area. And because I was a part of this 60 unit or so franchise, I was able to buy cheese, one of our primary and most expensive ingredients, through the franchise at a much better price than I would have ever been able to negotiate if I was just an independent operator. So those are the examples. That's an example of the leverage that a franchise provides. It could also manifest itself in access to lending, for example. You're not going to find a franchisor that offers financing, but if it's an established franchise system with a good reputation, then you're more likely to find a bank who is willing to at least consider lending you money for that franchise. So that's another example of the leverage that a good, well-established, with a good track record franchise system can offer you. And that's something that, again, we can't access if we were to build our own mom and pop shop. And that's another reason and another thing that we're paying for when we join a franchise. So that's the leverage. Then we have the most important thing that you must consider with any franchise that you're evaluating. And that is what I generally lump into the systems. So the systems are what's used to operate a business in a standard and repeatable fashion. It's all of the documentation. It's all of the how-to. It's the training that you're going to receive initially when you join the franchise. Because part of the idea for most franchises is that you don't have to have a, any experience in that particular business. You may not even have any business experience at all. This might be your first foray into business ownership. And that's why franchises are often ideal for that type of situation. So the systems is everything from helping you evaluate a location to the design and layout of that space. If it happens to be a brick and mortar type business, it's setting you up, it's training you, it's helping you train your employees. It's the operations manuals, it's the employee manuals perhaps. It's everything needed to run that operation just like another unit in that same franchise either a mile away or in another state or another country. And it's what makes a franchise system, for example, the best example being McDonald's where you have uniformity, whether you like McDonald's or not, what they've done brilliantly over the years is to instill that uniformity of system. The qual- and so that's the big thing you must evaluate is what is the quality of their training? What is the quality of their manuals? You must ask these questions of other franchisees whom you will have during the process an opportunity to ask questions of. That's something that every franchisor has to offer is an opportunity for you to ask questions of existing franchisees. So this is an area that I believe is the most important area you must delve into. This is really what you're paying for when you're buying into a franchise. Keep in mind, obviously, you're about to make a long-term commitment if you're going down this route. Typically, a franchise agreement might be as long as 10 years. So it's important that you look at these things very critically. And without an effective, proven, and repeatable system, there really is no franchise. So that's the heart of what you're buying into. Someone else has developed the business concept. They've developed all of the processes around it, the how-to, and now you're buying into the knowledge and reducing your risk potentially from a startup perspective. That's why we buy a franchise to a big extent. So we're tapping into the brand. We're taking advantage of the leverage that the franchise system might have to offer. And most importantly, we are leveraging these systems, this how-to, this knowledge, this intellectual property that someone else has already developed and tested, and you're tapping into that, and you're paying for that, again, with your franchise fee and your ongoing royalty. You're paying for that, so that has to be the most important and valuable component of selecting and evaluating a franchise. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com.